0: Pod 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 Pod. Rugby Pod.
1: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rugby Pod podcast. We're joined by Andy Good and Jim Hamilton. Andrew McNair replaces Ollie this week. We'll touch on the Bledisloe Cup. We'll review that. How bad were the Wallabies or how good were the All Blacks? The Filthy 15, what is that all about? We'll find out. The good, the bad, and the ugly is coming up as well. And the Fijian Olympic team, how good was that? Winning the gold medal and getting a national holiday. What would be your national holiday? We'll find out from the boys what theirs would be. Hello. Welcome back, everyone. Andrew's actually joining us today. He's replaced Oli, who's at the Olympics. Andrew's going to have a
2: little bit of news and whatnot. Well, yes, there's, there's been lots of news going on this week. Most of all is uh, that we have single-handedly caused the downfall of the Scotland coach. I don't know what um, you want to say for yourself, mate. When, when you say we, you yeah, just no, mean uh, we not, mean one member it.
3: of the panel. Yeah, <laughs> you mean the it. most powerful man in Scotland, Jim Hamilton.
0: Well, the second most powerful man. <laughs> Goody, you have that photo of me, remember. <laughs> <I do>. Jim, <laughs> Jim,
1: if you do look at um, Voon Cotter going as coach of Scotland and uh, Gregor Townsend coming in and then Chiefs coach Dave Rennie joining uh, Glasgow how would you sort of sum up your feelings at the moment?
0: (coughs) Um, When it initially happened I was slightly worried (laughs) Um, that the lawyers would be on the phone but I think that Gregor Townsend has done such a good job with Glasgow and from what I'm hearing and from what I kind of know and gather I, I, I think that he's looking for another challenge and I think that that would have been Potentially in the premiership, there was whispers of Bath, Um, Northampton, again, I might be speaking out of context here, I'm only going on what I've heard. Saracens? No, definitely not Saracens, no. But you're well media trained, aren't you?
1: I mean, you brushed over Vern Cotter leaving quite quite, quite well there. What What
0: what I'm trying to say is, is I think that the union didn't want to lose Gregor Townsend, and I think that if the opportunity to coach Scotland wasn't there, he would have left. Um, The timing was obviously slightly ironic, um, to the uh, embellished... I've done there story about the eye- rabbits you're you're lied, it? no it was embellished I said that on my uh, social media <laughs> it was uh, my tweet and I sent that and I think that that's all it was I think that from what I, what I can see it maybe was a bit of a shock to people but Gregor's a very good coach and his time's now to step up do you think Nick,
1: Vian Cotter did a good job with them
0: I think he was a very good coach um, I think that some of the performances have been significantly better you still look on paper though we didn't win many games Obviously, the quarterfinal of the World Cup. What are you Sh- eating? I'm eating a refresher. Sweet. I've been training. I'm knackered. I've been training all day. No, we've been training hard. We have. Yeah, Goody <laughs> hasn't done sweet. a thing. I just said he looks like he's put on ten kg since last week.
1: Yeah, An- a- Andrew. Uh, Andrew was here early today, and he's in there waiting in the waiting room. And we're we're like, where, where is everyone? Where is everyone? Yeah. And, and then we get a text message. Goody's down at the pub. Yeah, <laughs> that's where I live.
0: Yeah, is that right? Just or? having a couple of beers. Yeah, just a
3: quick. Quick, swifty beer before we get in there. Just calming the nerves. I yeah. like that. So
0: I'm sucking on these refresher sweets It's because I'm boring. That's why you've 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 um, stopped me to chat about sweets. But Gregor, Gregor, if you're listening, I'm coming back. Take <laughs> <laughs> me back. Sort of I'm like, coming out of retirement. I've said it, Goody. Hey, I'm coming right, back. If you do, I do. <laughs>
2: and and Dave Rennie coming. Dave Rennie's Dave coming from the Chiefs. Do you know what he said actually this week to the BBC? I, I couldn't turn down the opportunity to work with such exciting players.
0: Maybe he's still for oh, Scotland. Uh, can we just that? list
2: a couple of the players that he's leaving behind Aaron Cruden brody Retallick, we were talking about beforehand Never but uh you know he's going to be working with Finn Russell so yeah,
0: I there think you go Finn's a good player he can't um, doubt. The,
3: the way Glasgow play and under Gregor over the last few years obviously they won it two uh, two years ago not last year year before yeah you know, Gregor's done phenomenal work there uh, and as Jim said most of the Scotland team is Glasgow but the fact that he's excited to coach Glasgow in there.
0: 12. See, it is difficult, isn't wow. it? Because well, they, th- there's a lot of talk about the Pro 12 this week as well, like Mark Dodson, and we're sticking on the Scotland theme, which is good. The Scottish public will be loving it. But well, if something's not done quickly, to market the Pro 12, to bring money and broadcast and stuff like that, there's going to be issues down the line.
2: Well, there was talk this week of uh, American franchises buying yeah. into the Pro 12, which would bring a l- millions into the into the league. Exactly, yeah, so the, the Americans thing. have actually said no. That's oh, not they? the case,
3: have they? I are yeah, yeah. oh, yeah. supposed to be the newsman. Yeah. When,
2: you, when you look at it, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> When
1: you look at uh, bringing over Dave Rennie, a New Zealand coach, is that a, almost a, a default sign of desperation where it's like, well, we just want to play like the All Blacks so we're going to bring over something that we can get pretty close to it with. New Zealand coaches, do they tend to work as good as we probably think they do?
3: Um, let's be honest, New Zealand as a rugby entity are the best nation in the world. Um, there's no no doubt in that at all. So we hear a butt coming. We, well, there is a butt coming. With that, you know, there's some great coaches. You know, you look at the history of the, the last eight years, the best teams, you know, look at the Super Super Rugby, predominantly it's New Zealand teams that win it. You know, Rennie's won the super, super Rugby title with the Chiefs. The difference is, when they come over here, and there's so many examples, you can't just say, this is what we do in New Zealand, this will work here. You have to understand what the Premiership is, what the Pro 12 is. You talk about Tom Coventry at, at London Irish, again from the Chiefs, uh, part of that very successful Chiefs coaching outfit. He didn't realise there was relegation. I don't think in the in the Premiership until they were pretty much relegated. <laughs> um, and you know, he came out in the press and said, "Oh, you know, when I first came out, I didn't realise there was relegation." So you can't. It, it's like an English player going to France. Um, you can't go over to France and say, "Well, this is what we do in England. So this is what we're going to do here." And, and both Jim and I have played in France, and you've got to understand the culture of where you're at. He's going to coach Glasgow, and he's got to understand culturally. It's a massive difference between coaching a Super Fifteen team for that. What used to be a, a, a three, four-month season to coach in a, a Pro 12 team, which is you know it's a pretty much an 11-month season now, isn't it, including pre-season and everything like that. So it's um, you've got to understand the cultural differences and buy into that, but also bring the best bits of what you know from New Zealand as well. So you, I mean, you look at the failed examples. Uh, I think it was Brewer at Sale. Um, you speak to anyone that was involved in Sale when he was there, and they'll tell you he's the, the worst coach they've ever had. You know, he didn't understand the culture and he was, he was he was brutal with it. You know, Obviously there is success stories. Gatlin's been very good. Wayne Smith had a couple of years in Northampton but we're going back now. Um, there's not many success stories of Kiwi coaches coming over here coaching in the Premiership or the Pro 12 and, and, and being really good. No doubt they're great coaches but you've got to understand the culture.
2: Do you think that that's why it's important to have uh, national coaches that spend a couple of years with a club within the country? The likes of Joe Schmidt who did very well with Leinster, Gregor's been with Glasgow and knows a lot of the players very well oh yeah Joe Schmidt's the, an example
3: of, of, of how it does work you know he obviously did exceptionally well with Leinster Yeah, you know, we've had many Australian coaches come over here and do well as well because they understand and have bought into the system a bit more
1: um, Vian Cotter another one that um, came over <sighs> here and, and coached uh, well at the uh, top level. I'll leave that to Jim
0: <laughs> well he's got a very good name in France if you speak to anyone you know he's got and he, he loves France he, he actually played at Bézier mm. I think and then went on I don't know where he went from there but obviously ended up at Clermont another half decent record there but he's a respected coach it would be interesting to see where he goes I wouldn't be surprised to see him a like for like and him go to the Chiefs there's rumours of the Lions um, I'm not too sure I can't <laughs> see it that's, my, that's me out of the equation if, he, uh, if it is <laughs> <Did> you, Jim <laughs> we're Did you out of the equation eyes? anyway <laughs> hey, you keep putting we in this yeah. QB <laughs> I'm still way. playing I'm still a pro baller uh, really? I've been pre-season today bit up but I'm <laughs> still there Yeah, away. basically I'm there to hold Maro Atoji uh, George Cruz's Bag basically. Clean boots. I, saying that, I was in. Um, we're playing touch today. and Scott Burger's turned up. anyway. Oh, I tell you, talk about Scott Berger. Yeah. Love
3: the fact that he said he's going to add value in the pub. Do you read that? do you read that quote in the week? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love that. Love that quote. Night. He's going to add. He's going to add value in the pub. Yeah, That's good lad. Well, yeah. he's
0: in the gym and I'm there and like strength and conditioning at Sarries. win the premiership it's quite a big thing, isn't it? So I'm there doing me half bench press rest and looking over. One fifty five for one. Oh, <laughs> Matt, I promise you. I promise you. <laughs> one, lit, I'm wrecking 140. Yeah, I don't you believe know. Jim does 150. Or Matt, 150. I promise you. So yeah. How much was Booger doing? Not a lot. That was the thing. So I'm thinking, <laughs> hang on, he ain't not. he's not that strong. Then we do a bit of a fitness session at the end of Monday. They call it a blanket fitness. So basically it's a bit of Watt bike. I'm thinking he ain't that good on there. Then we play a bit of um, touch games. And next thing he just runs hard, like the South Africans do. And I go to touch him. Next thing I'm on my back. He's going, sorry, mate, sorry. And I'm thinking, like... What's going on here? I'm you literally like, a, swing, you know? well, no, like, you know, I'm not like that uh, anymore. <laughs> 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 but anyway, and it's just wanted, and then it, like, he, he picked me up and I held his hand. His hand was so, I, I sounded sound a bit weird here. Gripped me by his hand. I was like, bloody hell, he's got a strong hand. And then, like, touched him on the back, and it was like one of them, like, just kind of, well, you're, I'm, I'm actually patting Andy Good at the minute. And it's a lot, so- <laughs> basically, it's a this lot, way's so- an eco. yeah, it's a lot softer, stronger than it, it was. <laughs> just a hard manner I'm not saying he's hard just because he sat me down in training he's obviously hard because um, we've all watched him play but I think he'll be a very good addition I think he just loves playing rugby he's got farmer strength that's what it seems that's what I'm trying to say and, actually, and, he drinks, lo- and he loves a beer and he
3: drinks
1: is that it. like the um, the whole mentality you hear about it when people go into prison if you want to if you want to be a, uh, respected in prison you go and you pick out the biggest strongest enforcer in the team and you just just <laughs> him on his ass
0: yeah I think that the, it was you know I don't know if, if he saw it that way I think he was just running what he felt was at medium pace did he know your name that's more important he did mm-hmm. he did he called me Nathan when <laughs> we met <laughs> Nathan <laughs> Hines <laughs>
1: Did you guys watch the bleeder's side? Yes. Yeah. Australia versus New Zealand. Uh, listen, listen to the Kiwi. Play the Wallabies All Blacks. Yeah, I, d- I don't
3: know
0: the team they played against, but the All Blacks were a bloody good one, they? Eh? It was like it, they were
1: playing against the Sydney club side. <laughs> it really was.
0: I saw the result and I saw a couple of the tries. I, I tend not to watch too much of the... I kind of felt like a bit of a fraud when we left last time show because I'm trying to name drop all the New Zealand players who I obviously know but the Super 15 not too much and the reason I don't watch it and know too much about it is because I actually feel embarrassed when I'm watching it and embarrassed being a a pro baller myself and pro athlete Goody Athlete? Yes this is the thing so I'm watching these guys play rugby and it looks nothing like (laughs) me or quite a few of the guys playing i say Kelly Brown because me and Kelly Brown were chatting uh, chatting about we sit next to each other in the changing rooms I said have you watched any of the Super 15? and he said I've watched a bit I said mate we are so far away from being anything <laughs> that these boys play a completely different game. But there we go.
3: It's not all that great. I played it for this season. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but the All Blacks are phenomenal weren't they? Brodie Retallick tore the, the Australian line out to pieces and Was
0: he M O M? Was he a man of the match? No,
3: not that it matters. I don't matters, know, I don't know not, who he was actually. He's, he's got good. he's gotta be up there. He was phenomenal. He was phenomenal. He's offload for one of the tries but every time New Zealand touched the ball. That was on the
1: wing, wasn't he? wasn't he? Wasn't he man in the match? <laughs> he scored he scored in the
3: corner, didn't he? But just unreal the ball handling skills from the All Blacks from 1 to 15 that's the difference between a decent attacking team and a great attacking team um, You know, the, just the offloads that were going in close quarter contact offloads out the back just speed of the game it was just phenomenal to watch and Australia were chasing shadows all day I think they had something like 29% possession in the first time yeah, it was something
1: ridiculous oh, I know they crazy. didn't win a line out for yeah. it. it was like four in a row for the All Blacks yeah. off
3: and the Australian they throw they had their injury issues and everything
0: with, with but, ghetto going Yeah, but the Aussies knew what New Zealand were going to do they got yeah. bugged
3: <laughs> what's that about that?
1: yeah what is that about
3: <laughs> I did, it was a betting syndicate
1: I've heard Wales what? do that quite a bit with, uh, with with putting up cameras in the stadiums and I think it's quite a well known thing isn't yeah, it yeah. is it not
3: yeah, yeah. But yeah. when
0: teams do T runs I don't know what you can get from it to be honest I remember we watched well I I shouldn't say. <laughs> no, 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 you have that. to tell us. Now. Well, we, I think we watched New Zealand one day uh, doing their team run on like this, the CCTV from the stadium, and I promise it was the CCTV to see what line outs we could pick up uh, for the following Test match in uh, the Autumn Internationals, and they were playing five-a-side football. <laughs> 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 yeah, so they're playing five-a-side football, and then they put fifty on us the next day. <laughs> My sort of training, like yeah, it. exactly. We play a bit of football. Yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah, any good? Yeah, scored a couple of me time. Yeah. Did you,
3: Keith Ouchin diving header, City. No, well, eighty-seven
2: uh, cup final. I was there. Oh, there you go. Of course yeah, you were. Totally you
0: see, it was um, Mickey. What? T- Mickey Jin. Mickey Jin. Mickey Jin's birthday. Yeah, it? Mickey Jin's. B- happy birthday. What was it? <laughs> Fifty-six, I think. Um, what was the song? He's fat. He's round. That's no, Mickey. You're talking about Mickey Quinn. Yeah, you're. you talking about? Mickey, Mickey Jin. Jin. Two different players. Oh, my word. I've had a shocker. I thought it was Mickey I don't Quinn's I know, either. Oh, no. Mickey Quinn, who's a uh, talk
3: sport, good guy. Um, obviously, we used to go and watch. Is he
0: still living in Coff? No, no, no. No chance. No.
3: no, of course he's not. Does anyone live there? Oh, the Wasp Boys do. now. yeah, lovely. They used to sing, he's fat, he's round, he scores at every ground. Mickey, Mickey Quinn. Quinn. Yeah. Anyway, there we go. Sorry.
1: You don't tend to rate the New Zealand coaches over here, but how much, how much does... Steve Hansen play a part in that in that All black setup because I know he's been copping a bit of flat Was it Ella who came out and gave him a ribbing?
3: Yeah, l- listen, let's clear it up. I rate New Zealand coaches. <laughs> let's. I'm not going out there. They've not been some of the ones that have come over here haven't been su- successful. Tony Hanks, Brewer. Uh, they'd say you know Tom Coventry wasn't great either um, in terms of even
1: Hansen and uh, Henry had their problems. Yeah, as well. they did.
3: Yeah. Um, listen, Hansen. You know, obviously Carter's gone, McCor, Mialami, some big big names. There were six guys that started in the same position at the World Cup final that starts against Australia. Um and Mark has come out and, and, and tried to say the jury's out on Steve Hansen. But the way New Zealand are playing is it's on a different planet
1: to, to any other team at the minute. He must be doing something to motivate the guys or or he must be doing something. Have you have you guys ever had a, a coach that it really, um, you know. Have you got any memorable coaches or memorable stories from when a coach has motivated the team, or, or any any time speeches or, or pre-match speeches, or uh, good, even after the game, good or bad? <laughs> oh, the listeners probably want bad, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> Richard
3: Hill was always fun at Worcester. Uh, I remember when we played Gloucester. I think you must have been at Gloucester. Yeah, it had been about 2011. I you do remember then? you
0: telling me about. I've heard a few stories about him. So,
3: we're playing Gloucester away. I think it was second game of the season. We'd beaten Sale at home the week before in our first game back in the Premiership and Richard Hill stood up in front of the whole squad and he basically called out our whole forward pack and said I could go down Gloucester High Street and get eight guys that are tougher, better than you boys and you know, started chewing out the whole the whole forward pack and I can just see them all looking there going what the fuck is this bloke on about here? He's talking about scaffolders, builders and all this stuff and uh, he said I can, get, you know, I can even go into the shed and get eight blokes out that can out-scrummage you boys I want you to prove me wrong today. I sat there and I thought where's he going with this what's he on about anyway it worked really well because we got humped by 40 points by Gloucester <laughs> that day <laughs> and you just sometimes you question what coaches do and why they think of it there's some great ones Phil Davis at Worcester as well was a great motivator Di Young at Wasps I thought he was brilliant and have you been coached by Phil Larder
0: well we did one on one tackling at Leicester when I was a mm, young so, lad well, Phil
3: Larder there. came to Worcester to be the defensive coach and he was a, he's a good guy a good coach um but I'll never forget we did, a, we did we, we, he was our defensive coach we did a training session and after the session he pulled us all in he's like fellas that's one of the greatest sessions I've ever coached in my career I've seen some bigger hits today in training than I have from Wilkinson Johnson Back, De Lallier, the cast of all three I haven't got a fucking patch on you guys right now I just went <laughs> Phil we're 11th in the league <laughs> and you were talking about World Cup winners you're dreaming he was trying to big you up <laughs> so you know you get different different views and different people do you but... remember
0: we had um, I, don't, I don't want to sit here and bad coach because you know it is a hard job but do you remember Marcel and coming over a high five high five <laughs> we, need, uh, we need to kick at the balls you uh, know kick at the balls <laughs> and he came in I felt, I felt quite sorry for him because his English wasn't great and it was just after Argentina had, was it was it 2007 oh, seven. when yeah. they had that really good. Um, they came third, didn't they? They yeah. came third, mm. and it's because they kept the kicking the balls. Hernandez uh, and kept kept doing the up and unders. Yeah, the Reeboks. He, we, yeah, we, 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 you we, there, yeah, you were yeah. there. Yeah, you were there with him. And I remember that I had a conversation with it. You know, I've had a few run ins with coaches, I'll be honest with you. I'm not, I'm kind of love or hate, you know, like one of them. Oh, oh we need you more athletic. We need you more of this. Anyway, so Lafreda's there, and he's like, um, Jim. Um, we want to play you but not now we want to save you and play you against Edinburgh in the, in the <laughs> European Cup I was like Man. I said mate that is me I said I go, get, go up against me mates make a statement up in Edinburgh this is when you started becoming a plastic Scotsman right? no were, mate, I was bleeding blue like properly <laughs> at that point so That's then we played, we played London Irish the week before I can't remember whether we won or lost but the boys didn't play very well and then the, the, the team for Edinburgh got named on Monday and I'm thinking oh, I'm in here boss no no I'm not even involved so I go to Marcella, I say mate I thought I was playing why you say this Jim Uh, you have such a bad attitude you know play well against the Irish and I was like mate I was doing corporate I weren't even playing against the Irish (laughs) see bad attitude kick at the balls (laughs) he was going ballistic in the Uh, thing and then I left that year which was a shame so in his defence, though, he, Marcelo, he was a lovely guy. He was a lovely man. He was. His just, son was a good lad as well.
1: A little bit out of his depth. Yeah, he to, did he just for for not know who you were? Or what? Well, I, I don't, I, obviously I, you weren't playing. Well, I, you yeah, I, think I th- he played well. And, yeah, and I, I, that, that,
0: that, that is not embellished um, on Twitter. Um, that is that's true. He so I think he was under a lot of pressure. It was difficult, wasn't it? The language barrier, and, you know. Get knifed, left, right, centre. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know about that, Goody. I just got on with work, mate, and then play against Edinburgh and then I left (laughs) to go to Edinburgh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We've got a new segment on the Rugby Pod podcast it's called the Filthy 15. Have you guys heard at all about this? Do you know how it works? Okay so what we're going to do is um, each week Goody and Jim uh, both pick a player to join our dream team for it can be kind of like a best bloke squad Um, so someone who would ideally have on your team for banter maybe drinking abilities or mischief or just being an all-round good sort. Um, it can be someone you've played with or against or someone you've just heard lots about and you, oh, you'd like him on your team. He's great in the team bus. Um, so, I mean, first up this week, we're going to do the loose head prop position. Basically, um, you both get a chance to come up with your loose head prop, who you want in the team.
2: You're allowed a bench player, though, as well, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, You're we'll maybe a whole, we'll like, whole squad.
0: Yeah, You need a
2: whole front row on the bench, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah.
0: And you I'll can put yourself in the team. Yeah, yeah you put can, myself you can. at, at loosehead. Yeah, you can. <laughs> no, <laughs> totally. I won't. Mean, I bet you would be in a few people's dream team. <sighs> no, nah. mate, definitely, mate. No, mate. Oh, for well, drinking? Yeah, that's a... who would get in here? You? Who would get in
1: here? You? Everyone? Oh, come on then. Well, oh, Johnny Wilkinson's not going to get in here, is he? Because he's probably isn't he? He's a bit vegan, quiet? isn't he? Yeah, we yeah, couldn't even go for a steak. Yeah, we're not. Can a vegan? We're not talking rugby abilities. No, 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 no.
3: I'm in all day. Yeah. Jim
0: would you definitely, definitely. He, he doesn't play loose head yeah, prop yeah. all off, yeah. all right, let's prop. go, yeah, let's go loose head
3: prop who you got Jim
0: well I'm going to go with a guy called Alan Jacobson have you heard of Alec J- Alan Jacobson anyone I have yeah he's the horrible looking bloke isn't he <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I think so, I've had a beer with so him actually, Scotland said, Yeah, Scotland Lou said, no teeth he's a plumber by trade so Richard Hill would have loved him mate because <laughs> he's a proper grafter unsung hero but Like he was literally an old school old school prop loved the beer so there's actually a story Um, Edinburgh played he won't mind me telling it so I've not even asked his permission but he won't mind because he's retired now he's he's doing his plumbing but Edinburgh played Cass um, around Christmas time in Europe and the game got uh, cancelled because of the weather because of the snow at Murrayfield but he's had a party he's had a party that night that he was hosting down in uh, Preston up in Preston Pans um, in Edinburgh and instead of just going there drinking water or whatever he's gone and got absolutely bluted at <laughs> bluted. this event bluted that's what he said Jim I'm getting bluted I was like "Get it." Did that sound Irish did it or not yeah you, Scottish accent. So, so, he, you tell he, us, he, us Jim you yeah tell so us. anyway so he's gone out anyway gone out and got absolutely steaming and then that night they've said right the game's on tomorrow because obviously they, to play. so they played this game against Cass in an empty stadium at Murrayfield and he was absolutely reeking Re- and, and it wasn't the first time. Like I, I remember, we played New Zealand. He's gone out mid-week. He's gone had an absolute blind. Even though he got beat by fifty, but um, <laughs> just just a really really good lad. Like seriously, if you speak to any anyone in Scotland, Alan Jacobson, Chunk, aka the yeah, Chunk, yeah, 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 yeah Alan he, he'd be in there. I'd have him. Pro- I'd have him loosehead hooker and prop and on the bench. He plays everywhere. I tell you he what, he was a really good player. Like I yeah, sixty-five.
2: He was sober. so good yeah.
0: Yeah, mate. When he was when he was sober, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's yeah, a, that's oh. a
2: good effort. That is
3: a good effort. Playing an absolutely. And did he play well against Cast?
0: Unbelievable. There we go. Unbelievable, mate. So you. Oh, mad. yeah. Here's another one. Can I just tell another story? So the World yeah. Cup in 2011. So we've played England either on the Saturday or Sunday. It was a shorter turnaround from when we played Argentina, and he was enjoying the Auckland nightlife, which he does. But he's one of them guys where like i'll go home at two three in the morning i'm hanging i'm dying it will go through till six seven in the morning anyway day before the team run which was a day off he's gone out and got absolutely bluttered again <laughs> team run we've gone to get him because we're doing a walkthrough indoors like and he's and he's in the room next door he's meant to be my roomie he's in the room next door i've gone like mate can't wake him up shaking the bed throwing water on, rolling him out of bed he wouldn't wake up he just literally wouldn't wake up missed the team run Played against England the next day. We nearly beat England nearly, and he was like man of the match. Good effort. I like him. Yeah. Don't even know him that well. Yeah. At all. Alan Jackson, him, Chunk, Chunk, Chunk's going to be hard to beat. It is. Mm.
3: It, well, I suppose my. I've had a lot of beers with Nick Wood over time uh, Command- in Cheltenham. The commander, the commander, great bloke, um, loves a beer. When we, he was playing for Gloucester. I was playing for Worcester and Cheltenham. So shout out to Woody. I think he's been done by Gloucester, hasn't he? Uh, Stalwart didn't offer him a new contract. Anyway, but I'm going to go to Joe Marler. Joe Marler. Yeah Joe Marley He's not everyone's cup of tea But it's a A story That I was I, Left me speechless uh, I'm playing for Wasps Against Quinns um, 25 minutes gone Whatever I've, I, They put a kick through I've sneaked back Into the 22 I say sneak Snuck back Waddled back into the 22 <laughs> And somehow Got the ball And got hu- Hustled into touch By Marlon Yard the, the winger And it was his first year at, at Quinns And I I don't know Marlon very well Um Anyway, so Marlon tries to, I'm in touch, Marlon tries to rip the ball off me, take a quick line out there near our try line. What I'm thinking is I'm not giving him the ball. Holding on, so it end, end, ends up a bit of a handbag situation. He's pushing me, I'm pulling him. Um, you know, and I'm obviously he's, he's tougher and stronger than me, no doubt, so I'm going to lose. Anyway, all I see out the corner of my eye is Joe Marlon run over, and I don't know Joe that well, um, but he's got his mojica and he's pretty tough to look at, isn't he? He runs over and he just grabs the pair of us. I'm like, oh, this is going to not end well for me. He goes, Goody, leave him alone. Even we don't fucking like him. <laughs> 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 um, so I was like, oh, f- I've gone from thinking I'm going to get filled in to Joe Myler doesn't even like his own teammate, Mylon Yard, and they still play mm. together. So um, good luck with that.
0: Yeah.
3: But Jacobson, Jacobson, Jacobson? Ch- the chunk. Ch- chunk. Chunk. Yeah, champ, mate. Top I've, drinker. Got, I've
0: got loads of stories about him. But
3: Beer 15, get him in. Have you got, got any more? Day. No, no. Have you got
0: okay, a bench? Well, you've Anyone well, to take a well, slide? Stick the slack? on the bench for that. Jamal, we'll on Jamal is on the bench. Jamal on the bench. Chunks. Oh, I just like
3: he called it the gypsy thing that came out, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what did yeah. you think about that?
2: Because I thought it was a bit hard done by.
0: Oh, you, can't st- do, you can't do anything these days, yeah.
2: can you? So politically correct everywhere. I mean, Samson Lee wasn't offended at the he comments. laughed at it. Didn't he he yeah. laughed at it. Yeah. Mm. So.
3: Yeah. See yeah. yeah. so careful Jim's bench Not saying. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I'm, I am being careful. I not be saying the word. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Chips. Yeah, mate, Richard Barrington's good. Good. Oh, value yeah, he's good actually. Yeah, mate, he's a good yeah. lad. He's a good yeah, is
3: lad. He, is, he, is he still at Sarries?
0: Yeah, mate. He's no,
3: it's Gilly that's left, isn't it? Yeah, Reese is left. left. Yeah.
0: Um, but Barrett, mate, he's a good player as well. Yeah, passes. Like really, really good. He's, got, he's a Gloucester lad as well. But I don't know if you saw the stuff after the uh, the Champions Cup final, yes. the pre- Premiership final, and him singing songs. Yeah. So. I don't know how he's managed to be the centre of all these songs, but you should check it out. You type in Richard Barrings, you type in Saracen Celebration songs. He's in the middle of it, like, doing these... Remix! He's the leader, he's he's singing, Yeah, he's the leader. Yeah. But you, think, you don't know the words to any of the songs, so what he, he sings, like, the first few words, hoping that everyone <laughs> he joins in. in. He can <laughs> His drink best one, one is...
3: Oh, my Yeah, no? I hate that one. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that one. Yeah, I, wish I, it I about,
0: wish I had a song about me.
2: Um...
3: Should we make one up, yeah. How could, yeah. We, how
0: could we make up something? It just wouldn't. I've I've tried. I've thought loads about one. <laughs> are you really? And, yeah, to try and think. <laughs> no. <laughs> no,
1: he
3: has. He's so. No.
1: Nice. I I've spent many a uh, many a night just sitting down trying to scribble out some uh, some lyrics. but <laughs> yeah. It hasn't worked. Saracens fans. Yeah, hey, let's, there. No, there's Saracens fans. Okay. Let's
3: try. And all four of you. All, all four Saracens fans. See if we can get one. Oh, they
2: right. got a few more now. Those
0: that? They bought a yeah, few. Yeah, a few more. We had. Um, They're still not going to any of the games though. Man, it's hard though, isn't it? Like, we've got a stadium... To get Saris fans along to Why? the games. Yeah, it's, it's it's just, like, there's been a lot of changes up there. New stadium, mm. they're trying to find at the minute, like, an identity. We've built a stadium, we... You're champions of us. Europe
3: and champions of England. Double champions yeah. of yeah.
0: England. Mm. Mate, that's what we're saying, because obviously when Connor won the Pro 12 and you saw the celebrations and stuff like that, it was, like, unbelievable, a little bit jealous about that. And, again, like, if Exeter would have beat us, again, if they would have beat us in the final, could you imagine... Exeter. The parade around Exeter, it. but it's just different, isn't it? Like we're a, a North London team. It's not. It's not overly well followed in that area. You have got all the football. You have got Arsenal, but mate, the crowds are getting better. We've got another
1: segment that's coming up. It was, it's a regular segment. Um, the good, the bad, and the ugly. This is a. This is a chance for. Andy Goode to sort of run his thumb over the the past week's news and yeah. um and, and what's been going on and, and let us know what's been good and what's been bad and what's been ugly.
3: Well, the good obviously uh, has to be the All Blacks' um, phenomenal performance at the weekend. Mentioned to the Fijian sevens team as well, and, and oh, the yeah. Oh, yeah. and uh, the reception they got back in Fiji. That's phenomenal to see in rugby terms but I, really
1: like, I really liked how they um, <coughs> they bent down and they knelt to get the yeah. middles over the neck oh, massive respect that was, that was incredible yeah, um, you know I don't
0: know how much you know but I was speaking to Samu Venisa who's the number eight who's played for Italy who's from Fiji bit like
3: you Englishman playing for Scotland oh.
0: mate nothing like mate We're blue blue <laughs> but he said that Ben Ryan because his first season in charge he did it I don't know if he did it for free but he, yeah, he um, was playing for the buses and stuff, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. He was doing stuff out of his own pocket and he obviously brought that course. They've given him an island in Fiji. I'm not like surprised. him. And, yeah, I mean, I, I we were chatting about it with, over a couple of red wines in Bordeaux, but £1.2 million island in Fiji. Wow. That's what he's been given. And apparently, you know, because he, he looks <laughs> so far from Fijian, <laughs> so he's obviously recognisable there, but he's a, there. apparently he is a king he's a yeah, hero he'd be over a there. god over there yeah
1: i was over there uh about three years ago and i went to a party island called i think it's called coma uh, beach coma yeah, yeah yeah i was and i was sitting there in in this um big area and everyone else is partying but i'm, I'm watching the sevens uh, the the uh, the new zealand was playing fiji and i'm by myself and all of a sudden fiji score and this massive crowd just erupts from in the bushes and there must have been a hundred Fijians, just all all the workers. Like you couldn't buy a drink anywhere because they were all they were all just lined up all around the bar, just cheering. That's love it. The absolute gods over there. They loved it. Loved this event. Yeah.
3: The way they played in that final as well was smashed. Great Britain, didn't they? Mate, they're unbelievable um, athletes, they? Great Britain did unbelievably well to get to the final, yeah. but it was just men against boys, wasn't it? Anyway, the good was the All Blacks. <laughs> we will go back to them. They were phenomenal. The bad got to be Australia, hasn't it? Being an Englishman, seeing them get yeah, absolutely hammered was very nice. Um, what
1: was that team? What was that?
3: Uh, sad to see Gitto break his leg and probably end his international career. He's been a phenomenal stalwart for, for Australia, 100-odd caps. Unbelievable. Um, yeah, they was but really they had injury sad, issues, that? didn't they? Yeah. But, you know, Gitto's he's a great... He loves the soup as well. He's a good boy. Yeah. Top mate, boy. He's,
0: he's tiny. I, I know he's injured, but mate, he's, he's not that big at all. I couldn't believe how small he was compared to how good a player he oh, is mate. and how physical we, we played too That's long what I'm trying to say when I was at Ross we
3: played too long in the quarter final at the Champions Cup two years ago um, and Gito and I were both on the bench we came on um in the second half and we swapped shirts after the game <laughs> to see he's got there's a picture on his Twitter page he's holding up my shirt and it looks like four times the size of him I've got his one at home and it, it wouldn't even fit on Ella Grace my, daughter, my 12 year old daughter so. uh, but what a phenomenal player so unfortunately we have to go the bad Um, in Australia they were pretty poor and we're going to go to the ugly I'm going to bring up something from the past but also it's quite current as well let's talk about Johan Houget the French fullback winger placed with Toulouse do we remember you know you can't call him ugly because he's quite a good looking bloke 6 foot 3 they all are dark hair. we go back to last season he stamped on the face of Bordeaux's um, what a grub Marius it was horrible google it google it It It's disgusting. the guy tackled Marius the, the Bordeaux second round I think it was tackles him and as Houget's getting up, he stamps on his face. And everyone said, oh, you know, he's a, a monstrous ban. Anyway, the, the French League do what the French League do. Don't ban a French player. World rugby's going mad, et cetera, et cetera. He then busts his knee. I think he did his, his ACL um, early on in the World Cup. Uh, this was his first game back uh, since the World Cup. So it's actually longer than six months, isn't it? Anyway, so they're playing Montpellier at the weekend, the top 14. Uh, Jesse Mogg puts a little kick through. What does Yohan Houget do?
1: Stamps in his face?
3: Not quite. A flying karate kick. <laughs> I just want anyone, if you're listening, whatever, Google Johan Houget, stamp on the face, or flying karate kick against Jesse Mogg. It was unbelievable. He's got no respect for, for the game or anything. Stamps on someone's face. First game back, uh, flying karate kick to Jesse Mogg after having nine months out.
0: Jesse Mogg after that. Oh. Horrible bloke. I've been gouged before. Yeah, I actually tore my, ripped my eyelid. I won't say who it was. It's not fair. What's his name? I'm not saying. <laughs> I literally can't say. Uh, it was an international match. And, uh I'm not telling you now, I promise. <laughs> but we lost. Um, so it wasn't Romania. <laughs> Georgia. And, uh, yeah, I got gouged. I, I don't know whether it was intentional. I think <clears> it might have been. And then I actually tore my eyelid, the bottom of my eyelid. I had to have it reconstructed. I had to have, like, 18... Stitches to reconstruct my my eyelid. I don't know, but there's a few things I reckon that I, I'd kick off, you know, gouging and biting.
3: Gouging, biting, and you're nuts. It's probably the three. Yeah. yeah.
0: To be fair, over the years I've actually learned to to cope with that. I try and be less emotional in build-ups to games because I end up just doing something completely daft. How many red cards you had? Two. How have you? Three. Do you, do
1: you have to? Do you have to sit on the couch with the sports psychologist to really just calm down, Jim, yeah, so just I've tried that easy. before. So no maybe. stamping on people's heads today.
0: Just. Yeah. Like. I know. Jim, See, go, Jim it, goes home
3: enough. and gets slapped around by Beck. He's missing. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I'm the boss. When I, go out, I don't slap her about that, I promise. How um, difficult, though,
2: is it if you're if you're getting yourself psyched up before a game and you were talking about um, good coaches giving you motivational speeches and that, how hard is it to differentiate between that
0: emotion and that to yeah, keeping your cool? Yeah, that's something I think for, for some people um, I use... Sculpt Brits as an example at Saracens, and I could think of a load more. Goody's probably a little bit similar to him, a gifted athlete. So he could turn up to the game. You're calling me yeah. <laughs> you call him a gifted. Thanks, Jim.
3: So he you're could. T- t- well, you're side. not athletic. Um, so he could
0: turn up to the game, high five in the opposition. He could be on his mobile phone, literally up to the, going at kickoff. Put his boots on and go out there and be one of the best players on the pitch. Sidestepping, offloading, just a natural rugby player. Whereas other some other players like myself I have to emotionally be engaged in order to be at my very best and a lot of that was on the edge and a lot of the time it went it went over the edge and you don't enjoy it as much either like I found out like the last couple of years especially at Saracens because we're such a good team so it's probably easier to do them things in terms of I don't need to be emotionally engaged as long as I do my job that's enough and we can win games Matt, especially when you're watching from the stands as well you, I can understand that <laughs> Sat on the bench, Mario. Mario,
3: you're doing well, mate. Mario, mate.
0: Yeah, I taught him that. I taught him that. Yeah, tick, tick. It's true, though, but the, the modern game
3: now—you have to have your cool. You can't do anything. As in the old days, when we first—I start my debut was '98. You could still stamp on people, and, and there was a bit of a fight every game. Now,
0: imagine Martin Johnson played. Do you think Jono could play now? I mean, he—he gets get sent off six times a season. Okay. So, what do you do? What do you do before a game now? Now that you can't. Fire up and get the mist going. I've got I've got two children now, so that puts puts things into perspective in terms of when you're a little bit younger. Like rugby is everything, everything. You know, the the game coming up at the weekend was my life. You know, is our life. But you know, as you get older and you have children and things into perspective, I learn to relax a little bit more, especially when they're going to be at the game. So I have duties to do in terms of help looking after them. So I have have a different focus, but. Uh, as I said before Being at Saracens It is a lot easier Because they're such a good team Whereas in Scotland uh, I always used to Try and do things myself Because we weren't A great team So You'd have the bagpipes Blaring and your beats By Dre <laughs> <laughs> Exactly Well that's it I, I, Now I don't listen to music Before a game I used to have the beats On like You know Go mad Like head bobbing you know, the old, like, punch in the chest and stuff like that. Really? Yeah, seriously. Seriously, as old school as that.
3: I've seen that. But what I will say, and I've given him some stick today about sitting on the bench and stuff like that, but I go back, I was commentating on the Premiership Final, and he'll probably, he'll definitely remember this. Premiership Final, who starts for Saracens? Obviously, Toji and, and Cruz, but who comes on and wins a crucial penalty with about five to go when Exeter have got momentum? Richie McCaw style. Jack Knife. Oh, Jack nice. Knife, straight Funny over it. Funny you say won, that. Won the penalty he's got a video, yeah, got a video. <laughs> I've got a picture on me so wall credit, credit where it's
0: due. So, there's a lot of banter around that turnover That the, the boys are saying <laughs> you it's know, the, that I, I won Sarri's the, the final they, won they're the saying that I'm not saying that
1: we um, we touched on it before about the, the Fijian Olympic Sevens team winning and how great that was um, and they've declared a national holiday for it's them
2: the and first Olympic medal so. yeah f- mm. and
1: fair enough too and um, if you were to have a uh, national holiday in your honour, um, what would it have been for? Oh, maybe, got... maybe something really, really good that you did mm. or something really, really terrible and it's time to come clean on it. Well,
3: I suppose the only thing I can think of is a national holiday in aid of me managing to play seven games in the Premiership last year to put on about 15 kilos after retiring. And every fat bloke in the pub that sits there and watches the game probably saw me and thought, fucking hell, I could do that looking like that. <laughs> Someone sent me a picture the other day and it was me after a game and I was definitely breathing out. <laughs> it was, it, I thought I always thought black was slim and it was a horrible, horrible yeah, picture. It on
0: I don't know. It's hard was not it? There's so many holidays now. I'm trying to think now. What have you done? You beat Romania. Yeah. There we go. Silence. Not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> not a lot. <laughs> That, mate mm-hmm. that,
3: that that penalty
0: that you won for Saturdays to win them the I did want to say tell, that. The, boys. To say tell that. the boys tell the boys well the boys are saying I won them the final I don't think that, you know,
3: <laughs> you know. Actually, they could have won the final had you yeah, not got that
0: yeah, turnover yeah they were talking about the malls as well and we were struggling the mall I came on you came on just the destruct- mall <laughs> yeah. what, what did they call I you I just did my job the mall guer. the mall guer. yeah I just came on just did my job till the cows come home was it yeah, uh, current but if This is still government. going in five years' time. our single-handedly won us the Champions Cup. There we go. That's what you know. It's like a few <laughs> years later. All right, guys. Thanks.
1: Thanks a lot for coming in again. Good fun. Um, and thank you, Andrew. for thank you very much. coming it's in as well. It's, it's been good fun. fun. And uh, we'll we'll be back in a couple of weeks. I would have yeah, thought.
0: Yeah, so into the season. Season will be started. Oh, have some that. great
3: stories, yeah. aren't we?
1: Well, I might come out of retirement at some point as well. Yeah. Oh, really?
3: <laughs> yeah. There you go. Here's Andrew Good will be playing the next <laughs> time we do a podcast. No, he won't. We'll be right